It's the Craggy Rugby Podcast. It's the home game against Cardiff edition. And we'll go straight into the commentary. Here's William and Rob to take you through the game. Um, and their thoughts straight after the match. Gone 12 metres inside the card it have to be in the middle of the pitch to go back from right to left hands from Healy to Wooden Wooden finds the space charges through Alex Wooden's going for the corner is he going to score he's got another try for Connacht he cannot stop scoring 9 tries in 13 games out it comes for Connacht from Blade to Cardi to Delan he gets through the contact that's really really clever Connacht need to get the clear out and they're up to the 22 Cardi love you pop pass on here goes Alex Wooden wonderful step for Wooden back inside he's going for the line he's got another one Alex Wooden scores an absolute gem of a try Connacht uh, set themselves with Dennis Buckley at the front Boyle's next and he's going to be lifting uh, Delan if it needs be but instead it's Masterson the target and Delan lifts him the ball is set and is transferred brilliantly and Connacht maul over the line and score a try that is as good as you'll see Connacht's forwards goes Jimmy, Jimmy Duffy will be absolutely delighted with that one and they've touched it down, got the score. I think it may well have been Jared Butler. I'll get confirmation on that in a second. The main point is it was brilliant from all eight forwards. What a response from Connacht, and boy, did they need that. Connacht are pick and go now with the forwards. I don't think that worked out as smoothly as they'd like, that's for sure. But they still have possession in close, in the tight area if they keep it. And if they're smart, they may get over the line. They're almost over there. They're driven back. I want Papi himself trying to get in there, but he's uh, decided to leave it off and then step out one man. Delance trying to organise things. Connacht are just trying to move it on now. Papi Ely's going for the line. He's a hard man to stop. He's over. Connacht have a bonus point try against their arch rivals for second spot in the Pro 14. A lot of edge to this game in the closing stage as Connacht are over the ball they're on their feet they forced a turnover and they've got the penalty and that is game set and match at the sports ground and a long run of defeats four in a row can be put to bed it certainly can and it's a great start to this run of five games which is now four games left and then take what you can out of this game have a good look at it and then get ready to go to Benetton on Friday evening half past five kickoff Irish time uh, they haven't won a game all season, but Connett won't take them lightly. But they will be delighted with this result. They'll be delighted with the clinical Alex Wooten at times. Good driving mall try. Papa Ely scoring the last one. When they got the opportunity to close this game down right at the end, they took it. They did get messy and their concentration dropped a little bit, but they upped it. And that's a huge statement from them because earlier on in the season when they've been put under that sort of pressure in home games they haven't upped it they've they've gone into their shells completely they did that a bit this evening and there'll be certain bits of that last period of play that will worry them Cardiff had their chances didn't take them they started to panic a little bit you can see now where their record is 1-6 lost 7 out of 13 games they've only got 3 games left they've Munster at home next uh, Friday or Saturday I'm not sure which day it is Munster obviously in, in, in the pool here and I would be prepared to say I think uh, I think Munster could could go over there and do a job without without too much hassle and that would uh, would change the things Connacht, you're good, well, and now you're going to have a competition which is going to be a talking point because uh, where Ulster and Leinster are obviously miles clear in Conference A Munster and Connacht are going to be miles clear in Conference B the only slight difference is there's a good gap between Connacht and Munster but yeah the, that's only going to draw more frustration from the other nations really in terms of the performances yeah it is and 
you know, you, you would look at a situation that the Scarlets, Edinburgh, have, are, are effectively gone tonight because they're, they're, they're losing to Munster. And, of course, Edinburgh have to come here. So this is all set up for Connacht. And you can argue, well, look, finishing second in your conference, what does it mean? In a normal season, it would have got you into the quarterfinal, semi-final. I think we can safely do this quickly without confusing our listeners. As it stands, how many games left for Connacht? Four. There's four games left for but Connacht. But we wonder, uh, there is a plan to have some sort of Rainbow Cup mix between the South African teams and these teams, a separate competition. That doesn't look like it's going to happen. And we think what seems likely is they'll add a further five games to this competition. So from that perspective, there's work to be done. It's well, not there's, over. There's, there's absolutely well there'd actually be six games or there'd be three. and plus playoffs and there would be three games at home so the playoff look, which, which kind of did look very very strong for right I would much prefer if they did that I don't I didn't like the concept of the Rainbow Cup to start with and I think now with there's hoping to have intercontinental travel in April I, I just can't see it but that's for another time Connacht tonight have done the job they've, yes. they, they've got a bonus point win that would have been the ultimate that they wanted yes they were confident at times they got well clear they, they they turned up the wick in the first half Alex Wooten is a finisher two really good tries bits of the second half bit messy bit shaky uh, by the way I've no issue with Wooten being man the match I don't know why you have to announce it f- five minutes before the but end you, but you uh, think his, his brilliance oh, I, yeah, yeah absolutely that's, that's, that, that's what he brings finishers in any sport the guy who can put the ball in the net or over the try line or, you know, it's it doesn't matter what sport you're playing. That's what you're looking for. And he has it and he's in form and he's backing himself. We we scratch your heads a little bit at the Ospreys' performance. Now, it should be said, the Ospreys had a full-strength side. Cardiff don't. Connacht, just by fortune of the likes of Aki, Heffernan, you know, even Delan being available, you know, had an edge there. So that changes things, of course. But you've got to get the job done in those fixtures. And that's what Andy Friend's sides do since he's come here. They get the job done in those fixtures. Yes, there are times when they go on losing streaks against the top quality opposition and you just scratch your head at some of the ways they lose those games. But the last two weeks, mightily impressive in terms of 10 points from two games. Oh, uh, absolutely. And that, that, that's what they are looking for. Games like uh, Munster, where they could have stolen at the end but didn't really compete. Ulster... There was a first half performance, no second half performance, and the the Ospreys game and the Scarlets game at home here. Those are the ones yeah. that leave you scratching your head a bit. Yeah. Um, but I suppose they they are still quite a young side. I'm surprised sometimes when I look at the ages of these players, mm. and I realise yeah that they all don't have the amount of experience. But tonight they, they they married it, and I'm particularly impressed with what happened off the bench. And there was just in the first half, there's just there was, there was a bit of confidence there, and they took those two tries. What is the frustration? First six minutes of the second half, they were in the uh, Blues 22 four, three times, and it got progressively messier. That's the clinical that you need, that's what your Leinsters bring and your Monsters and Ulster this season they get those chances and they say we're taking this now so as we w- bring this to conclusion and do one last assessment of things the story of this game is Cardiff set out with a really really strong line out lots of good early possessions getting through the tackles and making things happen winning the penalties getting the early try from Reese Care. they led by 10-6 at one stage Cardiff with a couple of penalties and then those closing 15 minutes of the half when Connick got the grips with Cardiff's line out turned it over a few 
times and then we saw the wonderful high octane rugby that saw Alex Wooten score two amazing tries Jack Harty was outstanding in the midst of all that they lead 20-10 at half time they come out the second half like you said they're on top and then momentum sucked out of it then Cardiff come back they get within three points and you're saying are we back in this territory are we back in a situation where Connacht aren't going to see a game out and it's the bench it's the bench it's the mall it's the line outs that's what changed it isn't it in those closing stages absolutely I think attacking the Cardiff line out it, it got under their skin uh, because they'd been cruising through that but then Shane Dillahunt came on first line out he threw into Cardiff er, Connacht got a rolling mall going for the first time in the game that seemed to suck a bit of life out of it and bearing in mind that Cardiff had just got back to within three points which was absolutely key uh, for them and I'm tempted to say that a better side than Cardiff would have made more out of that their position now is played 13 they've won 6 they've lost 7 you can see why because Connacht upped it again and they Brad, 11 points between Connacht. You can't believe it. And, and Connacht are 7 and 5, which if you had said, if I had said to you that's where Connacht to be, you would have expected them to be in the midst of about three or four sides, or maybe two or two other sides. You'd expect them to be in good position. But it's just teams are beating each other below, and there hasn't been any quality emerging from the mess so far. That might happen, but it might be too late to catch Connacht, which is great news for Connacht now. They can look up and, and maybe have a go. If they get the win over Benetton, they'll at least go to Toman Park in uh, two games time oh, yeah. something they, to play for. They'll, they'll go to Thoman Park and they, they should go down there and I wouldn't say with a bit of swagger but they want to go down there with a bit of confidence try to play some of that rugby Munster it's an in, that's a fascinating weekend because Leinster and Ulster play that or Ulster play Leinster in Belfast that weekend that's really going to decide Pool A or Conference A mm. Uh, it's also there's two more inter uh, Six Nations games to be played after that weekend there'll be a lot of guys there still strong teams looking to get their chance Jack Carty tonight at yeah I was going to ask Absol- you because our listeners will be wondering you know a few people will be driving home they'll be like Connacht have done well they've just heard me say Carty was amazing in that first half and, and saw this game right to the end really really well tell our listeners has he has he added to the kind of talk around him what he did this evening yeah, I think so. Um, there, I mean, his goal kicking was peerless par, bar one, which is an issue that's been talked about. Defensively, he made some good tackles. He made some good reads in defence. A uh, couple of kicks went a bit too far. That happens. Look, no, no player is 100% perfect because if they were, nobody would ever score in a game. It would always be nil-nil. But I think he has shown what he can do. The way he, he made the second try mm. Bundyaki did the drive he did the pass on and then the little loop round flip is the sort of thing that if that was a French player doing it we would be going berserk and mm. saying look at what Dupont does well Jack Carty did the same thing there the fact that he had Alex Wooten ready to take it is another part of, of the story but I, I, I think Jack Carty has to come back into the mix if you want a playmaker who is up on the line and ready to go um that's what I'm seeing. Um, whether Ireland see it that way or not, I don't know. I hope for his sake that he has just waits and sees what's happening. Um, but tonight, that was a you know, if you were giving him a mark, I would say you would give him seven and three quarters out of ten, which would be, and that's pretty good going. Pretty good going in a week where everyone's talking about him, and a lot of people. There'll be some nice flashy highlights from it as well, which will help him in the social media argument. That seems to matter an awful lot these days. Uh, I'll say this as well, just before we go, Alex Wooten. Some people might start to ask if he's scoring ten tries in thirteen games. If he was doing that for Munster, William, he'd be in the Ireland squad. That kind of stuff. What do yeah, you think? He, he would be, and I and I still think your winger. Look, wingers have a lot of responsibility these days. They have to be very good defensively. That mightn't be 
his absolute strongest point. They got to be able to tackle. They got to be able to kick. Well, he's kicked a few times here, but he wouldn't get the sort of space that you get in Pro 14 in international rugby. But they're working on such tight margins. If you have a guy who has speed and the eye for the finish, he's to me. He has to come into calculations. If he's not coming into calculations, then you're looking... Uh, who are you looking at for the wing? Keith Earls is coming to the end of his career. Jacob Stockdale is injured at the moment. They tried him at fullback. He's not a fullback. He's a winger. Defensively, Jacob Stockdale has major issues. So I'm saying, and I'm you know, talking about position, I to me... If there was a summer tour and you were taking players, he would be an outside bet. He's not the finished article. But I think because he's, what, 28 years of age, he knows his game and he know, he must know at the moment that he's playing good rugby and he's finishing. And it's, uh, look, scoring tries in modern rugby is a, is a big job. I mean, the defences are there. You have to be able to read them and beat them. And tonight, twice, he made the right decisions and was in. I feel like we're working in reverse on the big headlines but just as we bring this to conclusion I would like to talk about Abraham Papayidi a little bit because I think he's been a bit of uh, drama this season all right, and I mean this in the right way he's had two red cards his tackling technique coming from rugby league seemed all off there was a temptation after a mistake late on in the game against I'm going to, I'm pretty sure it was the Ospreys I hope I'm not wrong there where he comes onto the field he's a little bit all over the place and he goes on a, a solo run at the end and gives away a turnover and we're all like when is he, well, is this worth the effort and a lot of good debate afterwards and the general consensus was yes he's a powerful athlete he's figuring it out he's a good character tonight He's going a good step of the way. And last week against the Dragons, he's, he's, or two weeks ago, I should say, he seems to be taking some really good strides forward. That try, that was more than just a late try. His, his performance in those no, closing stages was no, good. His positional play, he, he held a guy up over there mm. and, and caused a turnover when Cardiff were trying to attack. Um, I think last week, I get the impression there was a bit of disappointment that he only managed 49 minutes and, and he was off the field in the first half for 10 minutes when he was taken off and Finley Beelan was yellow carded and he had to come off the field to let the prop on. And Fitness then. Fitness is an issue. But he look, he was he was a punt at the start of the season. And Connacht have to do that. They're not going to get someone of his power, stature and size on the open market who's already doing it at rugby union. No. They have to take a chance on players. That's the reality uh, of the market they're uh, in, isn't uh, it? And they've worked incredibly hard. He has worked incredibly hard, yes. but they've also worked incredibly hard with him. But tonight, last week, he took his try very well. Tonight was different. He had to come on and be a finisher uh, or... A boun- uh, what do they call it? a bouncer as yes. they're called he only had seven minutes but in that seven minutes he won a turnover or he caused the, the start of a turnover phase for, the, for Cardiff he got down the field he made a run off the back of the scrum with power changed the point of direction was involved twice at the rook and was in there and now that's what he's expected to do but that's what you need you need powerful men and I think yep he's done well and We'll be interested to see if he if he stays on. Uh, we we haven't heard anything yet, but in those in those little cameos, he certainly has shown what he can do. And big men running at that speed. I mean, as I said, when he replaced Owen Masterson, Owen Masterson is a big man. Abraham Papaili is somewhat further ahead than that. He's just a huge man, but he did move very quickly there, and that's that's something Connacht haven't had. Is one of these really hard hitting. 
driving forwards. Whether he's the man for the job going forward, we'll have to wait and see. But so 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 far, so good for in the second part of his season. The first part of his season is a bit of a write-off. And we have like Boyle, Masterson tonight, Butler coming back to what we know him to be. They were all brilliant tonight, weren't they? This was an all-round. Look, there was mistakes, but this is a bonus point win against your nearest rivals for second spot in the conference. This is a good weekend. This is, a, this is a great weekend for them and now they have to get, get over this, examine it and then get ready to go to Benetton. As I say, Benetton, Benetton are the ultimate banana skin now. Uh, I think they're played, they've played 11. They've lost 11. Uh, they probably should have beaten Munster at home. They're going to have most of their team away playing with Italy in the Six Nations against Ireland. But that's another job, another setup. Whoever starts, they've got to go out and be as professional and organised as they have been tonight here. What they want to bring to that game is the second 20 minutes of the first half and the last 15 minutes of the game. They've got to marry that and they've got to get that up to an... You can't play at that pitch all the time, I think. Although the likes of Leinster seem to be able to do it. But even last night, they switch on and off. Connacht have got to switch on quickly for that game. That could be a really tricky messy game it's going to be a very difficult place to go but they need to get down there and get some more points on the board start stretching it out and before we talk to Dave and Lindley as the wind starts to pick up here and it's very very cold here's what Andy Friend and Alex Wooden had to say at the press conference all right lads uh, first of all congratulations Uh, start with you Andy I mean I was just thinking to myself there as good a, of a performance as that was, that was a, a much better result even. I mean, it's a, it's a tremendous result for Connick. Yeah, it's a great result, mate. And, and, and I thought it was a performance that, that, uh, that, that, that deserved the result that it was. You know, it wasn't perfect, but it never is. But it was certainly a lot more clinical. And that was what we, we talked about um, in the, in the build-up this week, uh, today, just about trusting our system, about... You know, looking after the ball and um, when we've got it and in defence, making sure we get hard off the line. And I just thought, you know, across a very large percentage, probably about 85% of the game, we did that. So really pleasing. For a smaller percentage, 10 minutes at the end of either half, Connacht were absolutely outstanding. Two brilliant tries at the end of the first half and just a very, very strong forward display to close out the game at the end of the second. Yeah, I thought... Um, you're dead right. I mean, at 35 minutes, uh, we got our, our first try courtesy of this bloke beside me. And then um, five minutes later, we get another one. So to go in at half time uh, with those two scores, uh, yeah, that's that's exactly what you want to give you, to keep you buoyed and get you into the second half. So 2010 at half time. And then, as you said, the way we finished it, I thought was really good. So really pleased with that. Someone met you on the street and said, that lad, Alex Wooden's pretty good for you. What would you say to them? Well, I said, you, you know him, I know him as well. He is good. So, yeah, listen, he is, mate. He's been brilliant for us um, since he's come in and uh, has a way of finding that try line. Um, did it again tonight with, with two beauties. I just love his speed. I love the way he reads the game and and uh, the confidence that he has out there. So it's nice having a bloke like that on the end of the line. This may be a, more of a press conference question, but I have to say it after a performance like that there's only four provincial teams in Ireland and one of the wingers on one of those four provincial teams has 10 tries in 13 games. I mean, should he be getting a little bit of a look in because of that? Yeah. I, yeah. Listen, everyone's going to have an opinion on that. I mean, I think we've got a few blacks that should be getting look, look-ins, but I, I know Alex has caught the the attention of the uh, the national selectors previously. Um, that won't hurt his chances there again tonight, as will a few other performances. So, all we can do, mate, is, is play our best rugby as a team and, and all these boys can do is play their best rugby as individuals. And, and when that happens, hopefully you get the reward. 
Speak of the team, it was a lovely team try, Alex's second one. Uh, that was everything that you wanted to do against Cardiff. You kept the ball moving. We speculate that you were doing that to obviously, you know, not have that contest at the breakdown. It was high octane rugby. You must be delighted with it. Do you want to take that, Alex? Yeah, yeah no, I'll take it. Um, yeah, look, um, going into the game, we knew if we went through phases, um, I think with any, any team we play, we've got the belief that we can break them down when we go into phases, especially in their, in their half, in their 22. So um, it's something which we definitely put a lot of focus on during the week, and it was uh, nice to show it um, came in dividends tonight. Yeah, it just the game opened up a bit towards the end of the half. Do you feel like you need to work on the start? It looked like Cardiff had that little bit more energy and got at you. What, what changed as the game progressed? Yeah, look, um, I don't know where you are, but it looks like you're in the ground. You probably you probably saw what the conditions were like in the first half. Mm. In that corner, especially where um, myself and Poach were the, like, the second half, they obviously pinpointed that corner and they chuck it in there. The wind was fairly favouring that corner, so... Um, obviously, we had a bit iffy start down there. I I got completely stepped in one of them, so um, we're lucky to actually phases that we conceded. But uh, um, yeah, look, we had a bit of a tricky start. That's definitely something to work on um, either side. But um, yeah, we've always got that belief. Yeah, and that belief as well in the closing stages. Look, you probably had to answer multiple questions about how Connick finished game. So you'll be proud of the way you saw that one out. Yeah, absolutely, and nice to get back to winning ways at home. Well done. Andy, just on that, Connacht are suddenly a point closer to Munster. It seems like an insurmountable hurdle, but at least you can look up uh, more than looking down now. You're closer to Munster than you are to the teams below you. Yeah, well, we, yeah, we, we said coming into this run of five games, all we can do is win. And if we can win with bonus points, um, we keep the pressure on Munster. We, we know we've got them in two weekends' time. Uh, we're not getting ahead ourselves there. We, we still have to go across to Treviso next Friday. Um, you know, they can be a tricky side. We saw what happened there a few weeks ago against Munster, where Munster you know, snuck it at the death. So uh, we've got to go, you know, we've got six days to recover now, to get over there, to put in another really good performance. Uh, and we'll see where we are after that. But we are getting closer and we know we've got them in a few weeks' time. Hey, you always go on about the bouncers. You were brilliant at the end there, Andy. We, we were spending a good bit of time talking about Abraham Papaili. You must be delighted for him and for all the players who came off the bench, but particularly him, you know, he's really... If he keeps that kind of performance up, obviously he's going to he's going to settle in much better. Yeah, you I mean you get a you, you get a five meter scrum um, near the end of the game. You have got a bloke who's been on for about four minutes. No better man than Abraham Papali to come on. Um, I'll have to ask him why he went left and not right. But anyway, he chose to go <laughs> across the line a few few phases later. So um, I'm really pleased for him. Again, like like Alex, he has a, a knack of finding that try line, um, and and good to see him out there playing some rugby. Dave, what a win. Bonus point. Deny them a losing bonus. Just couldn't have asked for any more. If you're looking at what do you want from the minimum from a game in terms of, of outcomes, um, and a day like today, performance doesn't come into it. And to be fair, there, were, there isn't a lot for the guys to work on over the course of the week. It was far from, it was far from perfect. There's a lot of things there that were maybe dictated by the conditions, but it was a, especially the start of the second half. A lot of... They could have potentially been an absolute shellacking if they'd actually copped onto themselves. And they kept Card- they kept Cardiff in the game up to the point where they went, actually, no, this is this is getting ridiculous now. So they finished the game well. They finished the first half well. Didn't start particularly well. Um, line-out malfunctions. Uh, there was some iffy kicking. There was some iffy decision-making from them in, in the 22. Um, there was a bit of static. There was a bit of static stuff in terms of... of, of 
of what to do from 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 first phase ball. But uh, you know, when you, when you win by when you win when you take ten out of ten and you deny one of your closest pursuers anything. It's not that we're being. It's not that we're looking for reasons to be complaining. We're going. You know what? It's better to be going in in a very strong position, but knowing that things can and should have to get better. They should indeed. Lindley, your thoughts as you shiver and shake. There, we'll keep this short. Just delighted um, that they got this one, and you know it wasn't just a win. It was a, it was a bonus point win. So. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The wind has been is is horrendous. I'll tell you what. Let's move further under the beautiful orange covering here we have in the in the sports ground. But we'll keep our social distance. I'm just delighted with the wind, um, and more importantly, the fact that they got a bonus point win. You know, it, it was it was like sort of it was almost like four quarters rather than two halves. Um, in in both cases, you know, the uh, cut of went ahead, or not, didn't go ahead in the second half obviously, but they went ahead to start with Connor came back, had a, those two superb tries, it, it was almost like they just needed to gain a little bit of confidence I thought the possibility that this match was probably the match this season so far that has meant the most because we've only got these five games left and this was the team that was directly underneath them, well they were until Scarlet's obviously had that one uh, last night. But this was a really important match. And it was also to get that monkey off the back of four defeats in a row. So I think psychologically this was a really important um, victory for them. Um, and I think that it's, it was a period where they actually almost like, I think, grew up a little bit more, I think, this evening, matured a little bit more. They could have possibly... Um, lost it in the second half, but the way that they did come back, they struck. Though they, you know, they kept. I, li- I like the fact that they were various different ways of scoring their tries. Um, the, the pack played exceptionally well, but when you've got some players in, in out out the backs and out wide like Wotton and Wotton and um, you know Porch and and Daly and Bundy, who didn't probably have his best game tonight, I think, but you know um, he has been he has been out of action from Connor for a while. But I think it was it was a, a, a really good victory for them and well deserved because you know it has been a difficult time for them on occasions but they actually really I think mentally grew up a little bit tonight I think they did and Jack Carty had a good game at 10 as well some beautiful offloads in the lead up certainly to the second try Dave the forwards who impressed you um I suppose they all did in in, in different ways not necessarily in the ways you would expect uh Jordan Duggan for his first time. I mean, we have to say, there's some guys in that pack have played some ridiculous amount of minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dennis, is up, Dennis has played probably for a prop over the last five years, has probably played stupid, stupidly stupid amount of minutes. So it's nice to have someone like Jordan Duggan to add to the, you know, to have three good props who show up in the loose is, is, lucid is good. I thought Finney was very excellent. I mean, Finney winning a jackal turnover is huge. Um, I, I was very impressed by the guys who came off the bench as well. Um, you know, nothing against. I thought on Masson who went off it was good, but Abraham coming in and that's two from two. So we can so finally the two from two we can talk about with Abraham is a positive two from two, two tries, and he was sensible because he because he is coming from he is coming from rugby, still coming from rugby league, it's still dead and the highlights back is him. It's running through people, but there was a bit more thought, especially went into it, especially immediately after scrum. Um, Dowling, I think we may have we, we may have nicked one there. I really do. I think we may have nicked because. I think the most important thing that happened was 
and William and Rob mentioned in commentary, and I'm sure you guys spotted it as well, was their line-out started off, and for 40 minutes, for 35 minutes was absolutely sensational, and then it just collapsed. And it was a combination of Olsen got on up and Nick one, but Downing coming on, made he contested everything. Now, they took Seb Davies off, which I didn't understand because their two second rows were having stormers. But, you know, we got in there, and Downing was part of that. Uh, but... Across the board, all the guys had big games, and I mean, it's, I'm seeing the, for the I'm seeing the game from a completely different different angle to you guys, and I'm being quite literal about it. I'm seeing it from the other side. So there's things that are happening on this side of the pitch that you guys will see. Like I have no idea how we sco- how how our try manifest the the, the mall try manifested itself, and I didn't know who scored it. So that's that's one of it. So I would bow to what the guys have said and what you say regarding the regarding the tries and that side, but. What I did see over on our side was, yeah, it was very good, especially in loose. But, you know, when it comes to what was happening in the in the scrums, I'm not sure anybody had a clue, least of all the ref. <laughs> no, no, he certainly didn't say that. Certainly Dennis did not like when the linesman on this side, or sorry, the assistant referee on this side gave a penalty against him. He was, I haven't seen him was angry in an awful long time. It was very funny to watch, I have to say. Right, I'll tell you what, it's so cold and it's so windy, which I'm sure is having an effect on this podcast. We're going to leave it there. And we will talk again at the next match. The next, I think we're away next week. Uh, we're away next Benetton, week. and then we're, we're away Munster. to where the Munster, which um, yeah, we'll have podcasts for both of them. But we'll be back in the midweek. We'll also have the coaches' thoughts on the team selection on the day of the team selection, and um, we'll leave it there. Thanks, folks. Loose, cut it loose. Break out, or nothing changes. Side.